Hey, welcome to the Level Up Girl podcast. We pray that today's message bless you. Let's level up, girl. God bless everybody. We are super happy to have each and every one of you here tonight. The girls on Fani's Instagram started first. Hello. <laughs> they are ready to get the party started. Amen. Um, so we're going to get together with the other uh, ladies on our Instagram here. I don't know if I went live yet. Um, no. I don't see it here. You may have to leave it on. Okay. Hello. Hello. Y'all, we are live. <laughs> we're definitely we are live. So bear with us. How is everyone doing this evening? Are y'all ready for the holidays? Talk mm. to us. <laughs> that is a good one, right? Ready for the holidays. That's something that uh, a lot of us are not ready for the holidays. I can't believe it came by so fast. I know. I'm in I shock. I am actually very ready for Christmas. That's I don't know. It's like I feel like I'm <laughs> skipping over Thanksgiving or something, but I'm ready for Christmas. Um, but we are so happy to have each and every one of you here tonight. Um, this is definitely um, your show, our show, right? It is Level Up Girl, and it is Ladies Night. Amen. This is happy hour for us. I don't know if you're happy, but we're happy. And uh, we are just super happy to have each and every one of you. Uh, we want to say hello to all the ladies that are just joining in tonight, all the way from Chicago. We have some people here uh, all over the place, right? We see y'all. Want to give some shout out to your girls over there? Um, I just see people joining. I don't know if they're coming in even, but hello to everybody that's joined. Um, if you are here watching, say hello. Let's let's see who you are. Where yeah. are you from? Exactly. Let us know where you're watching from, ladies. We are super happy to see each and every one of you. Um, this week is is uh, special for us. Uh, we're going on our seventh episode, so we thank you so much for tuning in every Tuesday night. Um, for some people, it's just so hard uh, to be able to commit to anything. But I am so super proud of each lady that has said, you know what, count me in. I will yes. be there. I am separating Tuesday night for me. It is ladies night. And there is nothing that's going to come in the way of me uh, investing in myself. And so okay. we just want to shout you out. Uh, we also want to give a shout out to our faith squad. What? what? We are super happy <laughs> to have you, each and every one of you here. All those ladies that are part of our faith squad. If you're interested, all you got to do is go to Facebook and look us up. It's called Level Up Girl Faith Squad. Yes. Um, and you can request uh, to join the group. Of course, there is some commitments that you have to make in order to be part of that group. And mainly is to share um, all the different things that we are sharing. Um, make sure that you share uh, when we go live on Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, make sure, ladies, that you're sharing um, whatever poster that we share for um, that same night so people can get ready and remember that Tuesday nights is ladies' night. So go ahead and make sure that you share that every Tuesday. And for those that are joining us for the first time, we usually go through um, all the segments, the reason why we have this podcast, so that you are feeling like um, you are part of this podcast. This podcast is by women for women. So we want you to feel a part of it. We don't want you to feel a stranger to what it is that we're doing because we are here um, to be to those what we needed when we were going through our desert, through our storm. 
right? Amen. We know that uh, we didn't have all the answers. We had to do trial and error. Mm -hmm. So why not listen to somebody that has gone through it and maybe get a few pointers if you're going through the same thing and be able to be ahead of the game, right? You don't have right. to go through all the mistakes that we went through. Maybe you can use that and catapult yourself to mm -hmm. that next level. Amen. Um, it is also to assess um, the ruins or the things that we're going through that are not working, but not only just to focus on what's going wrong, but also to take action to be better, take action to come out of those situations that maybe are entangling us. Amen. So we just want to say thank you so much. Um, like we said, this is Level Up Girl, uh, season one, episode seven. We want to give a shout out to all those that are joining us, um, but also those that are going to be watching on the replay. Uh, we thank you so much for tuning in. There's so many women here and everybody's just going crazy. Thank you, ladies, so much. We definitely uh, feel your love. Uh, we thank you so much for joining us every Tuesday night. It really makes us feel um, that we're doing something that is making a difference. Amen. Like we said, this is a movement. This is not just a yes. podcast. This is women uh, helping women get to that next level. Um, understanding that, you know what, this is our season for such a time as this. We have been brought to the kingdom to make a difference in other people's lives. So ladies, welcome again. Um, we're going to go into what our segments are composed of, but you can continue to tell us where you're uh, watching from. That way we can also give you shout outs. Amen. Before I get into uh, the uh, segments, I want to remind you ladies that uh, the podcast is available on all digital platforms and we would appreciate if you would just go to Apple, uh, iPod, whatever platform you're using, go subscribe and go rate us because it just, it helps us out. And we're trying to get this message, you know, to the world. We want to get it to every uh, female that may be needing it, just like we needed it. And how, you know, the way that you have been needing it as well and are appreciating it. So uh, we definitely want to get the movement moving. You That's know, right. it's not a movement of it's not moving. And That's so right. Come on, somebody. Come on, I'm ready to preach. <laughs> come on, girl. <laughs> no, come on. But seriously, uh, please, ladies, we would appreciate Go check out the podcast uh, on the screen it says level up girl podcast that's how you could find it on all platforms Amen. Um, but i'm gonna go into the segments for those of you that uh may be new um we have four different segments that we uh speak on the first one is entanglements and that is scenarios situations um or any any situation that we may be finding ourselves in um whether it be mental emotional or spiritual mm -hmm. uh like a web, you know, we may be tied to something. We may be tied to, uh, like I said, it can be a mental, emotional, or spiritual thing. Things that uh, have you caught up or have mm. had you caught up. Um, that's the entanglement. Uh, level up is the other. Uh, it's a wake-up call. It's time to see different, uh, see things in a different perspective. That's right. Um, it's time to come up to level. And so that's what the level up uh, segment is about. Uh, the third one is word. Mm -hmm. uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And Come so on. Always, yes. I don't know, but this is pastor Lucy and I am her co-host yes. and we serve the Lord. Yes. Amen. <laughs> and so we have to just sprinkle some of God in there because we know that it is super important to be fed and lifted up by the word of God. And that's what has helped us. And so that's why we, uh, incorporate the word of God into this. And we can't fake the funk. 
we could only give you the medicine that we took, right? That's so right. we can't just reinvent the wheel and say, hey, listen to us. We're going to help you get out of whatever situation. We got to use the same medicine that we used on us and give you that medicine so that you can get better, right? And what we use to get out of our situation, our entanglements, was the word of God. Amen. There's nothing else. There is no other uh, 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 medicine or any other uh, uh, brighter idea Amen. that we can give you than what helped us to be able to level up. Amen. And lastly, affirmations. Uh, affirmation comes from the from the word affirm. Um, I don't know if you know, but uh, we can speak life or death. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the tongue is powerful. And so we choose to affirm and, and speak, you know, life um, on that segment. That's so, right. uh, yeah, we choose to affirm life. Amen. And then <laughs> we have to understand that life and death are in the power of yes. the tongue, right? Yep. And a lot of the times we just waste our time defeating ourselves by the words that come out of our, our mouth. Yes. So with this uh, podcast, uh, we always like to affirm and declare life over us, life over our situations, our circumstances. Uh, we like to affirm that we will be able to see the light, that we will be able to get out of these circumstances and be able to reach the potential that God has for us. So um, those are the segments. So funny, today we have a different entanglement. Yes, we do. And we are so excited because God just keeps pouring into us uh, different situations that we will be able to um, come up with and share with you. But if you have any suggestions, please give us a, a, a message or send us something and let us know. You know, I would really like to talk this subject. Uh, maybe I'm caught up in this and it could be a private message that way nobody needs to know. Right. And uh, we will be able to go ahead and read up on it and, and maybe we can relate and we can have a, an intelligent conversation about the matter that you want to talk about. Definitely. So today we have an entanglement. Yes, we do. And what is it? Today's entanglement is comparison, the thief of joy. Oh, my Lord. Mm. So she just said that our entanglement for today, ladies, if you are just joining us right now, our entanglement, our entanglement for today is comparison is the thief of joy. And um, that was a quote by uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Mm -hmm. And um, we're going to dive right in to talk about what comparison is all about um, and why we do it. So why do we compare ourselves? Question to ask yourself. Why? Mm. Um, nobody's exempt from, from, uh, this, mm -hmm. we are all guilty of the behavior of comparison. So, so funny, anybody that's listening to this tonight would probably say, uh-uh, I've, I've never compared myself. I'm, I'm content <laughs> with who I am. Well, just by the definition of you saying that, you know, you're, you're, you're coming off as saying, you know what, I'm all right the way I am. I've never compared myself mm -hmm. to nobody, but through research, we uh research has shown that we all do it from all walks of life That's right. you know so uh um you might say you know why i'm successful successful uh well how do you know mm. and so sometimes we define that by saying no i don't compare myself because you don't want to sound like you're petty or mm. you don't want to sound like you know what you don't got it all together that right. you got to be looking at your neighbor mm -hmm. to kind of feel some sort of right. way but we all do it and uh it doesn't discriminate Exactly. From all walks of life, we all do it. So uh, that's why before you answer that question that she just asked you, it's important to kind of reflect and say, you know what? I have compared myself. Right. I don't think that <laughs> any of us are going to ever admit that, especially if you're a grown up. Yeah. Like, if you're an adult, 
oh yeah pastor i compared myself to you yeah i kind of sucked a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so it's, it's hard because we don't want to admit when we do compare ourselves but many times it's even unconsciously that we yeah. do it right we don't even say or set out to say i want to compare myself to somebody it's just automatically it just happens and sometimes we're just like you know thinking about something or about to embark in something mm -hmm. and we start with the excuse of oh i'm gonna research mm. and you start researching <laughs> right and then you look at other people doing what you're wanting to do and there you are enamored by the way they're doing it and you're asking yourself will i be able to ever do it that way you yes. just compared yourself yeah definitely wow um point here it says uh that this behavior is no respect of has no uh respect for age or uh accomplishments mm. there is you know we can all get caught up in in this That's it right. doesn't matter what age you know we just mentioned it it's funny um, it's funny because i i often think about my own kids right mm -hmm. and when i'm thinking about my kids they're always comparing each mm -hmm. other i have three yeah. so they're always fighting with each other if i serve them food uh, one will look at me and say you served him more than me yeah or if i give them candy i'm thinking i'm doing something good right and they're like no mom my candy is smaller than her candy and it's like they they're born this way yes. they come from the factory this way who taught them this because you know i didn't sit down and give them a lesson on mm -hmm. okay listen every time i serve you something you need to compare and look over to the plate next to you and see if they have more than you. Yeah. It just comes. You know, it's funny that you say that because um, as I was getting ready uh, before I came here, I'm sitting down writing some notes and stuff. And my daughter asked me, mommy, and I told her, oh, I'm writing. She's like, what are you writing about? And I tell her what today's segment is about, uh, topic is about. And uh, when I mentioned it, I'm like, have you ever compared yourself? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> so I explained to her what it is to compare yourself. And she's like, Oh, yeah, I've done that before. So unconsciously, she has been in that place, but she just did not know that she was comparing herself. Right. So it's it's true what you're saying. Wow. Like, we grow up or even as kids, we're comparing ourselves to people or things or wanting to do things or whatever the case may be. That's and right. we might not even be conscious about it. Wow. Mm. So we have we have to understand that uh, she just said it's no respecter of age, but it's also no respecter of accomplishments, right? That's right. Um, and like Pastor Lucy was saying, um, it's, it's as if we come pre-wired with this behavior mm -hmm. because it is seen and noticed very early on. Mm -hmm. um, no matter high, 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 excuse me, how high on the scale we climb, there is always someone we are looking up to gauge our success by. Wow. And that's what we were saying before, right? So you want to start to do something. Maybe you want to write a book or maybe you want to uh, do a podcast or maybe um, you're trying to start a new job or a new hobby. You're always going to look for some sort of inspiration and to, uh, something to kind of gauge yourself by. And by definition, you've just compare yourself to somebody else or you've just used comparison. And so we wanted to bring this um, entanglement because many times it can be a positive thing um, if we use it for the right thing. But many mm. times it can become a toxic thing if we gauge ourselves constantly by comparing ourselves to other in a way that is not feasible or is not realistic. And um, so in reading about this, uh, I learned about this guy by the name of Leon Festinger. He is a social psychologist. And in 1954, 
uh, he came to some conclusions as he studied and explored this drive in human beings, uh, the drive of self comparison, right? So like we said, we all do it, but we have to kind of see where it's taking us and what we're doing with it, right? So one of the things that he did is that he basically said that people evaluate their opinions and abilities by comparing themselves to other people for two reasons, right? So we're going to be talking about the two reasons that he said that we compare ourselves to other people. First, he says it's to reduce uncertainty in the areas in which uh, we're comparing ourselves, right? So we try to reduce uncertainty in that area that we're comparing ourselves to that other person. Second, to learn how to define ourselves. What he really said is this, he called this concept social comparison theory. And the biggest contribution to the field of social uh, psychology. And uh, some of the things that he talked about, we're gonna talk about tonight, so please don't turn this off. Make sure that you share this life with somebody. Somebody needs to listen to this because sometimes um, this becomes toxic and we all do it, um, but it's what we do with it that makes the difference whether it becomes something that's positive or something that will become toxic at the end so make sure you share this with somebody while we're going through these points um so what festinger pinpointed was that human beings can actually define themselves intrinsically which means naturally or independently he says that they can only define themselves in relation to someone else okay mm. that you can't arrive at who you are by yourself, right? So we have to kind of look at somebody else uh, to, to, to see who we are relate, mm. related to them, right? He says, when it comes to the big question of identity and self and who am I, we need to look at other people. But he actually went a little further and that's what we're gonna get into now, right? He says, the more similar we are to another person in some way we think is important the more we tend to compare ourselves to the person. So in other words, we compare ourselves to maybe like a coworker, right? Um, and we are more prone to compare ourselves to a coworker, uh, maybe that's doing the job that you like to do, uh, very similar, right? The person is very similar, um, but there is maybe a, a, a margin of, that you can come up to their level, so mm. you kind of compare yourself to them. So what he's saying is that you're more prone to compare yourself with a coworker than the CEO of the company. Because sometimes when you look at the CEO, the CEO has attained so much and the goal of becoming that CEO is so far away that it's easier for us to compare to the person Jeez. that is working in the next cubicle because <laughs> you know what? They made the quota this, this, mm. this month. And so, you know what? I'm going to make the quota too. So I'm going to gauge myself by that person because that's an attainable uh, a thing that I can do, right? A goal that I can reach. In in other words, uh, one of the things that I was that I was reading is, or that I thought about when I was reading this, is that the crazy thing is, is that if you decided today that you wanted to play basketball, you'd probably gauge yourself or compare yourself to the best player in your team. But you would never ever say, "I'm going to be as good as Michael Jordan," mm. because you just started today. So in order to compare yourself. What he's saying is that we usually tend to compare ourselves with an attainable goal that's close to us right. than something that's so far-fetched, astronomically impossible at the moment where we are. So, you know, it's, it's funny, but that's, you know, mm -hmm. what happens. So the other thing that he said is, uh, or that he pointed to is that when we stop comparing ourselves to other people, we often experience hostility and derogation towards the person. 
So as long as continuing to compare ourselves to them brings us unpleasant consequences. And this is where I kind of like want to focus on because this is when this becomes toxic. It's okay to look at somebody and say, you know what, I'm going to make the quota by the end of the month, just like Sally did, or just like Sarah did, because you know what, she she's always the one that beats everybody. She always wins the prizes in the office. I'm going to try to attain that goal. I'm going to do my very best to make the best sales and, and get to that goal. But what if I'm looking at Sally and Sarah, and maybe they're just climbing the scale, they've been at this a uh, 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 thing for years and years. So I'm looking at her and maybe she looks just like me, but mm -hmm. maybe she has 20 years in sales and I just started yesterday. Mm -hmm. So I think that I'm comparing myself to an equal uh, contender, right. but in reality, this person has been honing on their skill for years and years and years. So when I start to compare myself to this person, all of a sudden my goals are not as attainable as I thought they were. Now, instead of looking at Sarah and Sally and for them to motivate me to come higher, to be better, mm. now they're depressing me because I can't even catch Competition. them. Oh, my God. Exactly that. Competition. They become this competitive thing that I cannot reach. And so what he's saying is that we stop following people. And we we stop to comparing ourselves to these people that we cannot get close to to become like them or uh, kind of you know, be uh, up to par with them mm -hmm. to the point that now they're not inspiring us. Now we start loathing them. We start hating what they do. It's like, who does she think she is? Like, look at her. Like, she thinks she's the best salesperson. Like, really? Like, she owns this office. No, it, I mean, you're not the CEO. And so we start kind of like trying to tear down the person that we were comparing ourselves to, but couldn't attain their mm -hmm. success. Now we hate it. Jesus. My husband always says, don't hate the player, hate the game. I love it when he says that because it's true, right? And we always say, you know, don't hate, participate. You know, we start to hate because we were comparing ourselves to now those things are not attainable anymore. We start becoming hostile. So in other words, if we stop comparing ourselves to that super fit runner uh, that's running in our group, right? Uh, because it's making us feel bad then we tend to deal with those feelings by mentally tearing them down. And I said to myself, wow, this is crazy because, you know, you start reading these things and you start to kind of putting the pieces together of things that maybe you've gone through in the mm. past and you haven't been able to explain it. And then you're researching this yep. and reading and you're like, was that it? All along, <laughs> these people have been doing this and I didn't even know because I couldn't even explain why they were hating me so much because I never did nothing to right. them right got the girl in the cubicle next to you and you're like why are you hating <laughs> i didn't even look at you i don't even know your name why are you hating me so much <laughs> and you didn't know that this whole thing was going on and so you know one of the negative feelings of comparison um that happens is that we swap that comparison to become good uh to something that we think is helpful uh and we swap it with either anger hostility or the tendency to simply just write the person off, mm. right? And if we really want to get catty, because we girls can get catty, yeah. if we really want to get catty, uh, you know, we'll go as far as the defaming the person, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Saying, you know what, she, you know what, I seen her do this, and we start exaggerating flaws of mm. the person. Girl, you don't know, she eats like a pig. Have you 
you seen her at lunch? <laughs> Have you seen her eating her salad? You know, she looks the like most, a cow eating the hay. Most pettiest thing. Right, because yeah. we start to kind of trying to establish a thought of, you know what, if I can't beat the person, you know what, I'm just going to write them off. Mm -hmm. they, they, ain't, they ain't that good, right? And a lot of the times we do that, you know, even um, talking behind their back, uh, maybe um, a defamation, right? So now, you know, you're friends with that person, like, girl, you don't know? I think she was talking about you last <laughs> week. You know, kind of like to try to recruit other people mm to kind of come into our team because now you know what they're the enemy yeah. right i can't be like you so now i'm gonna hate right oh my lord and it you know it's something that takes our joy away that's why teddy roosevelt says you know comparison is the thief of joy because when we get into it for the wrong reasons or when we go so far as to you know write somebody off because we can't compete with them or we can't get to that level you know, we start hating them. And mm -hmm. so, you know, what are we doing with our life? Instead of making it better, we're making it worse, you know? Um, I wrote down here, it says, uh, this happens often when, when what God does in someone's life leaves a gap too big for you to reach and close. And I was just talking to, to Fanny about this. And I said, you know, sometimes, right, you're in a situation and you're working hard, you're, you're being obedient to God, you're doing your due diligence, right? Whether it's, you know, studying, whether it's working hard, doing what you need to do. And all of a sudden, from everything that you've suffered, from all the tears you've cried, from all the hell you've gone through, God decides to bless you. And you don't determine when God decides to bless you, Fanny. Come on. You don't decide when it's your time, right? Because the Bible says that a, a sorrow may endure for a night, mm -hmm. but joy comes in the morning. Amen. You don't determine when that morning comes. And so when God says the sun is coming out for you, the sun is coming out for you. Fanny, it's your time. Come on. This is your season. Mm -hmm. I'm going to promote you. Mm -hmm. When God decides to do that, the gap between me and you is so far that now I can't even come close. Yep. Because God took you in light years. Mm-hmm. This is what happens. Sometimes we look at people and um, I'm going to talk about ministry, right? Sometimes you might look at, at a minister. Fanny, and I'm at, I might look at her and say, she looks just like me. Mm -hmm. She's a girl. She's nice. She's pretty. She dresses nice. You know, very similar. She's intelligent. She's well-spoken. Mm -hmm. She knows the word of God. And I might look at her, right? And I might say, I can be just like that. I can be a woman of God just like that. Mm. What you don't know is all the tests and trials that God has put her through and how far she is in the in the work of God. So now I'm looking at an outer uh, appearance of what a spiritual woman is walking, right? Because this is the thing. A lot of people mm. want our glory, but they don't want our story. And so you start to compare yourself with the glory and it looks like you can attain it and it looks like you're the same people, but in the realm, you're light years away. Because you haven't even been through half of the things. That's why we all say that the, that the anointing costs a lot. Mm. It will cost you everything. And somebody that's been in ministry and has let God uh, uh, put them in the potter's wheel and, and give them form and put them through the fire and take them out mm. and send them down and put them back into, into the oven. That person is light years away from the, 
from where you are right now. You're going to have to go through your own trials. And so a lot of the times we look at people and I might look at you and I say, I'm going to preach just like Fani. You don't know the years that it's taken you to, to hone on what God has given you, mm -hmm. the revelations that you've got, the, the, the years, the moments, the hours that you spent in your secret place looking for that presence. Right. Yet I want it in a snap of a finger because you know what? You look just like me. And sometimes we become so frustrated when we see God elevate somebody mm. that we were walking with. Right. And now they're just so far down the line that I can't close the gap. Mm because it's physically impossible. <laughs> so now I'm gonna start hating you because you know what? I thought we were the same, but now I think you think you, you all that and a bag of chips. My God. And a lot of the times we go through these things and it's just it's just crazy because, you know, a lot of us here, I mean, I don't know where you, you ladies come from, but you know, I grew up, you know, in, in the city. I grew up in a, in a poor area. You know, I lived in a, in a building with roaches and I'm not ashamed to say it. Um, I grew up in, in, uh, I was born in Dominican Republic. I lived in a shack mm. where, where the walls were made out of uh, boards. I can see the light outside sitting inside the, the, the ceiling was made out of tin. I feel that. My was an outhouse. A lot of people, a lot of people will look at me and say, what? I lived in a third world country. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? Yep. And so you look at those things and now we are both from the ghetto. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you go through your trials. I go through mine. God gives you favor and takes right. you out. And now I'm going to hate on you. Jeez. You forgot where you came from. Yeah, you don't ever forget where you came <laughs> from. I could tell you that much. It's like what she's saying. The Lord will elevate who he wants to, to be honest. And so we have to learn to be content wherever the Lord has us. Mm. You know, and when you see somebody else being elevated, it's like we say, let's come celebrate on. people. That's right. You know, let's celebrate them. Let's come alongside them and see what you can gain from That's whatever right. they may, whatever revelation maybe the Lord has given them, whatever wisdom the Lord has given them. That's so right. That is what we should be doing is you know, uh, locking arms with those types of people and, and saying, you know what, whatever you need me for, I'm here for you. I see what the Lord is doing in your life. That's right. And I don't know if he's going to do it in mine, but if, if I can just have a little bit of wisdom, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just want to be around you, mm -hmm. you know? You know what? What's the funniest thing here? And I always think of this this way. Who knows if God has your promotion like at the edge? It's like the next thing that's coming. But he would elevate the person that's sitting right next to you just to give you your last test. Because mm. as you're saying that, right, you're saying, man, we should just celebrate each other. Mm -hmm. What if God was looking at you and saying, you know what, it's your turn, but I'm just going to give you one last trial. I want to see if you've grown from everything I've taught you. I'm going to elevate Fani first. Mm. Testing your heart. So he elevates Fani to test my heart and I'm looking at you and I'm just hating on you. And God says, you ain't ready you're for ready. the next. My God, my God, my God. Oh my, I feel the presence of God just saying that. You know, it, this has to do a lot with uh, the heart posture. Where mm -hmm. is your heart? You know, because if your heart is not right, it's hard for the Lord to 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 use you because mm -hmm. it's, he, he looks at the heart. He's not looking at your outer appearance. He's not looking at Lucy's, uh, Pastor Lucy's outer appearance That's or right. mine. 
Um, he's worried about where the heart is, you know, I, am I humble? You know, am I uh, faithful in the small? That's right. Do I do mm -hmm. little things, you know, like go scrub a toilet, you know, Come on. humbly and joyfully for the That's Lord right. rather than going with an attitude and saying, oh, I know that I was called to preach and now <laughs> you, you got me here scrubbing some toilets. Like it all has to do with wow. the heart posture. And so if your heart is not right, uh, it's it's time to just start seeking the Lord and ask Him to to soften your heart and, and give you a heart uh, according to His a servant's heart because servant's that's heart. that's who we are anyway and I think right. that that's that's when comparison becomes toxic when you start to compare yourself in a way that's not healthy in a way that it's not to elevate yourself to be better but all of a sudden it's it's dragging you down to the point that you're hating on somebody else instead of celebrating god is looking at the posture of our heart like fanny says right um and i wanna uh by definition envy uh the definition of envy is a feeling of discontent uh discontent discontented yeah oh okay or resentful logging aroused by someone else's possessions uh qualities or luck so this is when comparison turns to toxic and it becomes envy. And she just read what the definition of envy is, right? And so this is just a feeling of you feeling uh, uh, discontent with what you have, mm -hmm. right? And now you're looking at somebody else resenting and longing, mm -hmm. wanting, desiring uh, to, to the point of exhaustion what somebody else has, right? What they, their possession, mm -hmm. um, their qualities. I mean, you, you can't make that up. How are you gonna take their qualities? <laughs> You want their qualities. You have qualities too. You got to hone in on your qualities. And I think that this is something that, that is so personal to me because I've personally noticed people um, that have recently or in my lifetime have been resentful towards me that I have done nothing mm. wrong to them in my view. Because, I, you know, there's always that maybe you looked at them wrong or you, you were having a headache and you were twitching and they thought you were twitching at them. You know, something like that. But personally the people that i've noticed that have been resentful uh towards me at some point or another uttered these words to me i have always wanted to be like you mm. and all of a sudden as i'm studying this i'm like oh my god you know i've always asked myself why does that person hate me i didn't even do anything to them like i've only tried to love them and help them and be there for them why do they hate me so much mm. right why why are they talking nasty about me if i've i've only tried to 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 be a, a an adder and not a subtractor mm -hmm. and when you start thinking back you're like oh my god that person one time told me that they wanted to be just like me <laughs> and now you're reading about comparison you're saying to yourself yeah because when god shows somebody favor and now that gap is way too big for you to close now you don't want to compare yourself anymore because it's depressing you how good god is blessing that other person Jesus. And it, it, it's so hateful because sometimes you don't even want to share, you know, the good things that happen to you because you start feeling that people are looking at you the wrong way. I, I just told you that mm -hmm. about uh, uh, me growing up in Dominican Republic, you know, the kind of circumstance that we were living in. You know, we lived in a, uh, uh, slept in a room. It was a big room and it had like five, six beds and every bed had two or three people because, you know, all our aunts lived together. Mm -hmm. My grandfather, my grandmother, you know, we had little clothes and and all these things that if i sit here and tell i've gone through in my lifetime 
you'd be like, girl, you deserve whatever God is giving you. You know, you'd be crying with me right now and celebrating what God is doing. But it's so hard when somebody only arrives at the part of the story that looks like glory. They don't know the story. They just see the glory. And so they look at you living in a half a million dollar house and uh, you just built your brand new house. You think I take pictures in front of my house? You wouldn't know where I live. Because I don't take pictures because people people are more prone to hate on you than to celebrate you. You know, Pastor, getting biblical, the reference to, to what you're speaking about is Saul and David. Oh, my Lord. Saul Come on, David. When the Lord started elevating David and Saul wasn't liking that. Mm -mm. Right. Well, they, they sang a song and they said, you know, David, kill, uh, uh, Saul kills his thousands. And then David kills his ten thousands, yeah. and all of a sudden, when he hears that little tune, right? Mm -hmm. When we start hearing the mm -hmm. tune of our brother getting elevated, because you don't know what he's been through, it's his turn to be elevated. But you only got there when he started to get elevated. Mm -hmm. You start hating, and so Saul is exactly that. But it's it's funny because at first everything was all good, and it's literally what you're saying. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo, I got these people around me, and everything was all good and dandy. You my girl, mm -hmm. you my girl. You know, we rocking together, and all of a sudden, the Lord starts elevating. David. Wait, wait, we, we oh, start God. changing our footsteps together. Oh, okay. We good, right, right? right? We good. So now that you can't come with me to change my food stamps, uh -huh. you got your own money to buy your groceries, now it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm hitting on you. My God. And, no, and, and yeah, this is when it becomes toxic. Yeah. It definitely. becomes and it turns into envy. And when we start looking mm -hmm. at people... Uh, for what they have and, and even the qualities that they've worked so hard on and you're looking at their qualities like, why why does everybody like her? Mm. Why, why is everybody always around her? They always laugh at her jokes. Nobody thinks my jokes are funny. <laughs> you better read some comics or something. I don't know. That's not your calling. It's not your calling. Go do what the Lord has deposited inside of you. But we do that all the time. And it's it's funny, but it, it's it's the truth. And people people tend to say when they can't wrap their heads around what God is doing in your life, they tend to say, she thinks she all that. Yeah. You know, what she forgot where she came from. Mm. You know, she she's not humble. She's arrogant. Yeah, I've had people like that, including family, that make you feel that way. Or even say stuff like, oh, like you're saying, you forgot where you came from. Mm. It's impossible for me to forget where I came from. And you know, one thing that people need to understand is when the Lord is doing something in your life, right? It, it, like elevating you. If the Lord is elevating you, that has nothing to do with, it has nothing to do with me. Or there's nothing wow. that you are doing other wow. than your heart being right. so pure for the Lord and being uh, um, disponible, available, available. to God. Mm -hmm. Being available to God. And so, like, I, it, it, it leads, it always leads back to the heart, Pastor. It literally leads back to the heart, but it's not your fault that the Lord is, is elevating you, you know? So it's, people need to understand why am I envying that person? Like, why am I jealous of that person? They, they, and many times they don't even have anything to do. That's what we're saying. They don't have anything to do with the blessing that God desired to give on them because mm -hmm. God has been testing them for such a long time. God has been seeing, and, and the Bible says that, that that God will take our tears in, in his hand mm -hmm. and that we will sow from those tears. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times people don't cry in front of you. You don't know what the next person that God is, is blessing has gone through and the hell that they've been through, the tears that they've cried. And uh, when it's their turn, we should celebrate them instead of hating on them and and, and letting that thing turn into envy, right? Yeah. Um, Lastly, this is what he said, right? He said, the more important we, we think 
some particular group of people are, the more pressure we feel to conform to that group in our abilities or in our opinions. Mm. So in other words, um, it is very similar to what we do nowadays, right? So if, if we think a group of people or a club or I don't know, some people, right? Some, uh, a person um, is important or is intelligent and, uh, you know, we want to follow them. Whatever they do that's trending, we want to trend just mm, like them. Right. So we want to hop on a wagon of somebody that we think is important, right? So if it's trending, you follow. Uh, it's to the point that you come up to the level that they're at in your own personal opinion um, and you start to align and become identical to the group that you're following in other words you you subject right you quote or you shush your own opinion mm. to conform to the opinion of the people you think are important right so it's, if it's a club or something isn't that crazy yep. if it's a club or something you're like oh no the, the, these are the philosophers of the philosophers mm -hmm. and i want to be just like them so now the opinion that that the, the innate opinion that god has put inside of me because i'm unique i'm gonna shush that down because i want to be at the level of who i think is intelligent enough mm -hmm. for me to emulate that's deep and it's crazy because we stop being us to be somebody else yeah, that's it's impossible for you to ever uh, be successful at anything if you are doing something other than what you've been called to do. Mm. You know, it's like if I can if I can sing uh, and pastor can't and she wants to be a singer because she looks up to me. I mean, is she really going to sell? Are people really going to listen to what mm -hmm. she has to say? Do you think that she's going to come as far as maybe the Lord has allowed me to come, you know, in that sense? And so you got to understand what it is that God has given you. What are your That's gifts? Right. What are your talents? What can you do? Because the same way that maybe you are comparing yourself or being inspired by someone else, mm -hmm. you could be that person That's to somebody right. else. And so it is critical mm -hmm. to know what, are your talents what are your gifts oh what God. have you been called for so it's it's time to assess and so that part is how do we level up out of this entanglement mm -hmm. out of this web of deception and joy killer because like we said this is going to kill your joy if you can't come up to par trying to 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 uh compare yourself to measure up to something you were not created to do mm. And if you don't understand that, you're going to be one depressed person, one frustrated person, because you're trying to be the the person that's next to you. Yeah. I've always wanted to sing, you know? Let me tell you, when when I've seen that, that there's people that have passed away that can sing, I say, Lord, where is their voice going? Why don't you just <laughs> donate it to me? Because I've always wanted to sing. I love to sing. And, and maybe I don't sing like Mariah Carey, right? I wish I could. I, I always say, Lord, I, I would be worshiping you like there is no tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But guess what? I'm going to still worship God with the voice that I got. Amen. And I might not uh, sound like Mariah Carey, but let me tell you, when I start to worship, I don't care whether I hit the tune or not. I know that I'm getting to the presence of God because I'm doing it with all my heart. And so we have to understand that if you were not designed for something, that's like if, if, if you were a, a guitar mm -hmm. and... You love the way the drum sound. Mm -hmm. Guitar, you ain't never going to be a drum. That's right. And that's the problem with us, right? We want to compare ourselves to what we were not designed to be. Yeah. 
And yes, there might be some similarities. Mm -hmm. We can carry a tune. The guitar can carry the same tune that the uh, the drums can, but we will never have the same melody because we weren't created for the same thing. That's good. That's good. (laughs) And uh, uh, Pastor was talking about worship. Y'all, if you can't sing, you still got to worship. The Bible says that. That's right. The Lord uh, wants your wants your worship. That's right. If he's looking for anything, that's the one thing that he is looking for. <laughs> that's right. So uh, we're going to just put the singing aside. <laughs> Maybe I should have just used something different. Yeah, you, 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 you hit a source spot. Cause she, yeah, because yeah. she just let it be known. Like, listen, mm-hmm. I'm going to still worship. I don't care if you Come don't on. like if I can sing or not. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but anyways, ladies, uh, we're going to take you to the level up. What mm-hmm. is the level up? Um I've never seen someone that has been busy on themselves trying to reach their goals. Someone who has been uh, worried or working on their assignment mm-hmm. or uh, aligned with their God goals uh, become toxic and envious or jealous of other people. Wow, that's deep. You know, that has to do a lot with watering your grass. Ooh, it has a lot. You know, to do with uh, that reminds me of uh, um, Pastor Sarah Jake. She always says, have you been minding your business? Mm, yep. <laughs> and it, it's the truth. If we mind our business, if right. we water our grass, mm-hmm. we ain't going to be looking at others to kind of gauge if we're up or down or similar or different or better or worse. And, you know, we're busy working and hustling on our assignment. That's right. My Lord. Um, I want to give you three points um, on things that you can do um, instead of comparing yourself. And so the first one is watering your own grass. We waste time doing uh, doing these things, comparing ourselves instead of investing in ourselves. Oh, Lord. If you water your grass, work on your grass, and, and you'll see your garden grow. Oh, my That's Lord. It, right? Rather than, I, I was explaining this to my daughter of what comparison can be. And I told her, you know what? Comparing yourself is this. You have a neighbor. You look at your neighbor's grass. He's constantly watering it. It looks super green. It looks super good. And then all of a sudden you see this beautiful garden. And because you have been so focused on his garden, on his grass, your grass is dying. Oh my God. Come come on on now. It is brown. Uh, the, the neighbor has been pulling Except weeds. The, they like, have yo, diseases. Yeah. Mm. And so you got all types of weeds, all types of roots that you, in your grass rather than you working on it. And so oh, my you need to focus on your own assignment. You need, my to God. Work, you need to focus on your own calling on whatever you have been called to do. That is what you need to focus on. <laughs> and that way, maybe somebody else will be looking up to you and saying, man, what did you use to water your grass? Come Girl, on. that garden looks so beautiful. Terry right? says you got to <laughs> sweep around your own porch. That's Come right. <laughs> That's right. And then the second one is accept where you are. You can't change something if you won't change. Mm. So therefore, accept where you are right now. And if you don't like something about it, make a choice. Make your choice. That's right. Make the change. Mm -hmm. That's it. I mean, what else can you do? If you don't like something, if you don't like being in a position where you at or whatever it may be, whatever the case may be for you. That's right. um, Yo, you got to change. Make a change. That's the only way. Take action. Exactly. Take action. Um, And then I have one more for you. And it is, uh, be grateful. Take a look around. Assess all the good things that you currently have rather than focusing on the things that you don't have. Because many times what we do is we focus more on what we don't have and we miss out on the goodness of what we already have. Oh my God. So it's extremely important to, to focus on what you have, you know, um, 
you're there for a reason. And it's, we need to be content. We just need to learn to be content with where, where we are and what we have. That's right. You know, and it's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. You can be a, um, you can be a person that's constantly negative, and so this is why you are in this position, right? right? Constantly comparing and being envious and jealous. And once you change your perspective and start enjoying the things that you have and start doing the things that you have been called to do, um, perfecting your craft, then it's hard for you to focus on what Pastor Lucy has been doing or mm -hmm. what Fanny has been doing mm -hmm. or on whatever of you ladies, whatever right. you ladies on here have been doing, right? That's right. And it, it all goes back to water your grass. That's right. So uh, let's get into the word and see what the word says to us about comparing ourselves and how important it is to kind of find our own assignment for the Pastor, Lord. Pastor, before you get into that, I, I just have to close up what the last thing that I was saying with this. Ultimately, 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 what we are measured by is by uh, the standards of Jesus. Mm. And I just have to add that on there, Pastor. Yeah, it's it's so true. Our our standard becomes Jesus. Yes, amen. When, when, we, when we understand that if we're seeing ourselves uh, through the light of the word, right? He becomes mm -hmm. our standard. That's right. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that our success then is measured by the completion of our life assignment. Amen. Because we, she was just saying that, you know, if you're watering your grass and your job you were born let's say for instance you were born to 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 take care of your of your garden mm -hmm. and you accomplish that then you're successful you know you don't need to measure yourself by somebody else's mm -hmm. success your success is making sure that what you were born to do mm -hmm. you did amen my lord so where does the word take us to today uh second corinthians 10 uh, verses 7 uh, through 18. So if somebody can write down there, uh, somebody from the Faith Squad, if you can write down uh, 2 Corinthians 10, we're going to be reading quickly uh, from 7 to 18. Uh, again, that's 2 Corinthians 10, 7 through 18. And it says, uh, this is uh, Paul speaking, look at the obvious facts. Those who say they belong to Christ must recognize that we belong to Christ as much as they do. I may seem to be boasting too much about the authority given to us by the Lord, but our authority builds you up. It doesn't tear you down. So I will not be ashamed of using my authority. In other words, he's saying, you know what? If you're comparing yourself to us and you're listening to us, we're trying to build you up. Mm. We're not trying to tear you down. So it's okay for you to compare so that you can come up to par. Amen. Um, I'm not trying to frighten you by my letter. For some say, Paul's letters are demanding and forceful, but in person he is weak and his speech, his speeches are worthless. I was laughing at that one when I yeah, read it because funny. it's funny, you know, Paul is writing these letters and Paul sounds like something on his letters. But when he gets to the place, they're saying to him, you know what, you, you look weak in person and your speeches are worthless. And, and I was just telling her, it's like, you know, uh, uh, a lot of us. Uh, uh, go through that. I can write a sermon like nobody's business, mm -hmm. but when I get in front of a crowd, I may be so nervous that maybe I stutter. You know, yep. she might be <laughs> writing lyrics to a song and she sounds like La Leona, right? Yep. <laughs> and then when she's in front of uh, uh, in the recording studio or in in a, a crowd, you're like the 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 the. You know, that's just the way <laughs> it is. But they're just ragging on Paul. They're telling him, you know what? You you sound all big mm -hmm. and bad when you're writing, but when you hear, you you worthless. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, verse 11. Those people should realize that our actions uh, when we arrive in person will be as forceful as what we say in our letters from far away. 
oh, don't worry. We uh, wouldn't dare say that we are as wonderful as these other men who tell you how important they are. But they are only comparing themselves with each other, using themselves as the standard of measurement. How ignorant. So Paul is getting to the point where he's saying, you know what? We're not going to go. We're not going to tell you that we are important as they are because they are comparing themselves to each other and they're making themselves the standard that is one of the ignorance that we can mm. do when we come to christ when we compare to somebody else look at what paul says how ignorant when you become the standard you're flawed i'm flawed we make mistakes we are not perfect we cannot be the standard mm. of perfection only jesus can that's right. right and so paul was telling them that and i i, I think that that's that's awesome right and verse 13 um, verse 13, we will not boast about things done outside our area of authority. We will boast only about what has happened uh, within, I'm sorry, within the boundaries of the work God has given us, which includes our working with you. And there I need you to understand this. This is so important. He's saying to them, we will only boast about what happened within the boundaries of the work God has given us. In, or, in other words, if we are on assignment, then I can boast that, you know what? I'm on assignment. I'm mm. working on what God gave me. I'm doing the very best that I can with the tools that God gave me to reach what God told me to reach. With authority. With authority. I, mean, I can I walk in that. God's authority. I love that. But why? Because that's my assignment. That's Amen. where I can excel. That's, right. that's where I can reach the highest mm -hmm. heights because I was called, I was created to do that assignment. And that always reminds me of the little boy with the two fish mm. and, and the loaves of bread. He could have come, uh, uh, I don't know if you know that story, but Jesus was uh, um, preaching and they had been there all day long. And the uh, disciples said, you know, we're hungry. What are we gonna feed all these people? And so Jesus looks around and this little boy comes up to Jesus and says, here, I'm gonna give you my lunch the two fish and, and the and the loaves of bread. And all of a sudden, uh, Jesus takes his stuff and he starts to multiply. He breaks the bread. And every time he breaks the bread, he's just filling baskets. Mm. And I always think of this when I, I, I think of comparing myself to somebody. If we are talking about assignment and being great at our assignment, that little boy, okay, <laughs> that little boy could have said, you know what? I want to be one of the disciples. Let them figure out how they're going to get the food. You know what? I want to preach just like Amen. Jesus. I'm not going to give them my lunch because I want to preach. I was called for something bigger. Jesus. I was called <laughs> to be a preacher. And you know what? I'm in the presence of Jesus. I'm going to take some notes and then I'm going to go. I'm going to hit the road. I'm going to be a preacher too. But the thing of this is, is that if you are on assignment, Paul is saying, I'm only going to boast about my assignment because that's what I was created to do. Mm. So the little boy was on his assignment and he fulfilled his purpose. Mm. He fulfilled the reason why he was born. He was at the right place at the right time and he gave everything he had. So Jesus can go ahead and do a miracle for those that were around. So we're asking you tonight, just like Paul said, what are you boasting about? Are you comparing yourself to somebody to, to, to come up to level, uh, uh, not understanding that maybe they were created for something totally different than what you were created for. Mm -hmm. In other words, you're living a fallacy, you're living a lie, comparing yourself to another mortal being that was created for something totally different. 
That's like the guitar comparing itself to the drums. Mm -hmm. It's never going to be the same. It's never going to sound the same. And so Paul was saying, I'm only going to look within the, the perimeter in the area of my authority, in the area of the work that God has given me. Um, and lastly, 17 and 18, verses 17 and 18. Um, as the scripture says, if you want to boast, boast only about the Lord. When people commend themselves, it doesn't count for much. The important thing is for the Lord to commend them. In other words, by what standards are we successful? Right? So if I compare myself to Fani, I might be able to compete. Right? I might be able to, you know what, throw a couple of rhymes. You know, I've been practicing, right? I've been practicing with some of your songs where I try to try to take a deep breath and spit out those mm -hmm. rhymes just like you, right? I can become as good as her if I continue to practice. But Paul is saying, by what terms am I successful? Am I successful by the terms of man or am I successful by the terms of God? And on Thursdays, we've been talking about that, right? Mm -hmm. Effective ministry. By what terms is it effective? Because the only person that can see the intentions of the heart is God. The only one that knows what our true assignment, what we were born to do is God. Mm -hmm. So I can be come up to par and maybe I can, you know, go head to head on a, mm -hmm. on a rapping battle with you. And I might sound good. Right. But am I successful in the eyes of God? Because we got to live with eternity in mind. That's deep. I like that. My God. So the other verse that we have is Galatians 6, 4. Galatians 6, 4. It says, but let every man prove his own work and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone, but not in another. In other words, when you work hard at something and you attain it by what God has given you and how much you've worked at it, it says here, then shall he have rejoicing in himself. Man, I did it. I did it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He saw me through. I was able to get it done. Mm. Amen? Amen. And then lastly, we have Romans 12, 1 through 8. Romans 12, 1 through 8. It says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm, and that, that's something that is very important for us to remember. It says here, don't conform to the pattern of this world. Mm. Don't conform to what's trending, what others are doing, why others are successful in what they're doing. Even if you are a salesperson and you're looking at another salesperson, maybe God created you to sell something different. Maybe right. God created you uniquely to sell in a way that's going to capture different kinds of people. And so if we don't understand that we cannot conform to the pattern of this world, the pattern of those around mm. us, it says, but what? Be renewed, right? What does it say here? Uh, then, uh, yeah, it says, be be transformed by the renewing yes. of your mind. So you're going to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know what you're doing tonight? You're leveling up. You know what level up equals to? Renewing yourself, mm -hmm. right? Looking, transforming. transforming yourself. You're transforming yourself into coming up to par, into getting up to level, into seeing things in a different perspective. 
not by conforming to what you're living in, not by conforming to what your best friend is living and the toxicity that uh, your co-workers are living. No, 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 you're leveling up, you're transforming yourself by renewing your mind tonight, by seeing things in a different perspective through the light of the word. Amen. It then says, then you will be able to, uh, to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Mm. So I want to add to this. Once you are transformed, once you level up, then you will be able to test mm. and approve what God's will is. That's right. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Mm -hmm. And so this is why it is important to be transformed. That's right. To, to do what it is that only you have been called to do. My because God. whatever it is that God uh, deposited inside of you is uniquely yours. And so maybe I can't preach like Pastor Lucy, you know, but I'm not going to sit here and compare myself. I'm going to find out what it is that God's will is for my life. What is your will, God, for me? And so mm. tonight, ask yourself that, God, if if you don't know what your will, wow. God's will is for your life, this is the, the moment. Ask the Lord. Take down these notes. I always say, write these things down. Or look at the video again yeah. or listen to the podcast. Well, you know, that's very important um, that you said that because it's important for us to know that we are uniquely made. If uh, she was talking about, you know, watering your grass or looking at uh, somebody else's grass while yours is dying. If I'm busy trying to be funny, I cannot reach the people that God made me to go and reach. Come on. Because when I go in Fani's voice, they're not gonna receive me. Cause she already has the people that God has her ministering to. If I come in the voice and, and that happens to a lot of preachers, mm -hmm. let me tell you that. Right. When I first started, I, I've been in church since I was five years old. But, um, you know, my parents were ministers of God. Uh, we started a church when I was little in, in, in Newark, when I was in New Jersey. You know, we started a church from scratch. And, and so I saw how, you know, the ministry life was all about. But all my life, I've always listened to preachers. And Terry knows because I've always said, you know, uh, Bishop uh, T.D. Jakes has been my secret daddy for a long mm -hmm. time. Right. He's been my spiritual father for a long time since I was 19 years old which was, you know, a long, 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 long time ago. Um, you know, I cannot, as much as I love the way uh, Bishop preaches and I, as much as his messages reach me, I cannot be another T.D. Jakes. That's already taken. Right. I cannot be a real talk him as much as I love her. That's not me. Uh, you know, I can't be a, a, a Joyce Myers because that's not who I am. Those people are taken. So if I try to come in the voice of Joyce Meyer, right, or in the voice of a real talk, Kim, the people that I was supposed to reach will never be reached because they're not going to hear my voice as being a copy mm. of somebody else. Because God sends originals. He doesn't send copies, right? And so I got to be content with who God called me for. That little boy with the two fish and the five loaves, he couldn't speak like Jesus. That's but right. what he had to do, his job was very important. And everybody's job is as important as the next. It's just different. We just all right? carry different essences. That's right. Everybody has their own essence. Essence, that's right. Uh, verse 3 says, For by the grace given, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of you has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, Ooh. so in Christ we, uh, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all of 
all the others. Mm -hmm. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. Mm -hmm. If your gift is prophecy, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. Mm -hmm. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. It will, if it if is, it is given, then uh, give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. And that couldn't have been a more perfect verse to what we're talking about because, you know, the Bible is saying right here, everybody has a gift. Everybody is part of the body, mm -hmm. different parts, one body. That's like we always talk about, you know, when you, you one of your uh, tooth hurts, right? It's like your whole face, mm -hmm. you know, is hurting. We're part of one body, but we're different parts. The hand cannot do the job of the feet. It can try, but it's it's not going to be as successful as the feet. The heart cannot do the brain's job. Uh, you know, the blood vessels cannot do what the spine does. Right. You know, it's just every separate part of the body has a function. In other words, that's another word for assignment. Mm. Every body part has an assignment why they were created the way they were created. Now, when the whole body works together, the person can be healthy. Mm -hmm. That's right. But if the heart is trying to do the brain's job, we're just going to end up this dysfunction dysfunctioning oh my lord I, I i don't know if you girls are catching this but it is so important it's it's you know because sometimes we just ask ourselves is it unhealthy to to compare ourselves to mm. others it is it healthy is it healthy to look at other people right and so we have to come into a, a determination of that uh do we stack ourselves up to somebody else jesus it right? really depends on our motives, Pastor. Mm. And that's where the key is. That's right. Right? So is it, you know, the question is, is it healthy or unhealthy to look at others? Is it healthy or unhealthy to stack up ourselves to somebody else? And Fanny just answered it. It really depends on our motives. Because mm -hmm. like she said before, it's the posture of the heart. That's right. What are your intentions? Mm. Right, and suddenly we were talking about the our even our intentions will be judged. Come on. <laughs> so where are we with our intentions? You know? Well, we're we're gonna give it to you next week. <laughs> That's right, you have to come back. Yeah. So, you know, this there, there was a <laughs> lot of stuff to cover under this uh uh theme, under this entanglement. Mm -hmm. So we decided to kind of break it up into two parts so we can go into a different part of, of the word of God next week. Uh, when we talk about comparing ourselves to others and how healthy or unhealthy it uh, is it in our own lives. Um, we want to thank everybody that is logging on, that has shared the live, um, that has wanted somebody else to listen to this and level up. Um, I think that it's uh, important for us to know that we are not born knowing everything, right? And so this is why it's important to lock arms and kind of see somebody else's perspective or somebody else's mm -hmm. take on the situation you know, you might have been comparing yourself to other people and you might have been frustrated in your walk. And a lot of times it even depresses us, whether it's mm -hmm. uh, in intellect, whether it's in uh, uh, healthiness in our bodies. A lot of us, especially women, we compare ourselves to other women. Yeah. Um, and next week we're going to talk about the whole social media platform mm. situation and how hard is it nowadays to live your own life 
uh, when you're busy scrolling and living somebody else's life, right? So we're going to get into that. Next week, we're going to be jumping into part two of uh, what it is to compare ourselves or comparison of uh, the thief of joy. We're going to be focusing on self-evaluation versus self-enhancement or self-verification. So those are all reasons why people compare themselves. And we're going to go through each and every one of uh, uh, those points. And then we're also going to go into the word of God and see um, some other characters of the Bible that have fallen into the trap of comparing themselves and what that has caused mm -hmm. in their own personal life, whether they've been happy or bitter, mm -hmm. right? Yep. It's important for us to understand that. So we're going to go straight into the uh, affirmations um, that Fani has for us. Yes. So before we leave, let's go ahead and uh, declare over our, ourselves. I don't know if any of you have been struggling with, with this topic, what we were just talking about. Um, like we mentioned in the beginning, this is something that we're not even taught in, mm -hmm. as children. We learn this and we don't even know how to identify it. And so tonight we made sure to give you guys a little bit of what it is to compare yourself or what comparison is. And so tonight we just want to declare over ourselves and make sure that, you know, the Lord may take any comparison that we may be dealing with. Amen. Amen. And so tonight I declare, I am clear of my calling and purpose. Amen. I believe what my calling is. I believe in the purpose that God has for my life. I declare I embrace my journey. My journey, your journey may not look like someone else's, but you need to learn to embrace whatever it is that God has given you. Amen. I declare insecurity has no place in my mind or my heart. I declare I will perfect my own craft, which has been given to me directly from God. I declare I will no longer compare myself to others. I declare that God got you. Mm. God has you. Amen. God got you. Amen. Amen. That is so important, ladies, tonight um, to understand that if we compare ourselves to come up to par or to be a little better or to be a little harder on ourselves to uh, reach goals, like she said before, it really depends on our motives. God sees our motives. God knows if what we're doing to compare ourselves, you know, I can see funny working out and, and um, shedding some pounds and that can motivate me to go ahead and, and live a healthier life. Mm -hmm. But if I want to um, be just like her, you know, that there was the, uh, a movie about that. I, I don't remember the name right now, but it was a movie about a, a girl that wanted to be just like the other girl. <laughs> I don't think it was fatal attraction, but I it it's it was something about these two girls, and you know she went through the trouble of dyeing her hair mm. and getting her face all done and all this stuff, and sometimes it just becomes so toxic that it turns into envy, yeah, unhealthy. and and it becomes unhealthy, and so we have to check our motives, and I think that um, tonight's episode is just gonna motivate you to self analyze, mm -hmm. right, to check your heart, to check those motives. And understand that you were uniquely made. Uh, you were made for a specific function, yeah. assignment. And the only way that you're going to be successful, even if you hold yourself to a high standard, is by completing your assignment, your God-given assignment. Amen. Amen. Ladies, before we leave, I just want to remind you, please go subscribe and rate us all. Um, we are on all digital platforms. You can find us uh, under Level Up Girl Podcast. If you don't have Apple, it's okay. We are on Anchor, on uh, Spotify, and 
Google is it Google Play? Mm-hmm. Anyway, you can find us yes. anywhere. Just go look up Level Up Girl Podcast and mm-hmm. just follow us. Share this with somebody. If you have not added us under uh, the Facebook group uh, Level Up Faith Squad, I want to encourage you to also come um, and follow follow us. If you want to join us and be part of what God is doing Amen. of this movement, let's go ahead and, and get it moving. Amen. Amen. So we have two winners from last week. Um, in order to qualify, you were supposed to go and look us up on Apple and rate us. Um, the reason being is that uh, the more rates that we have, the higher it goes and the more visible it is, more women will be able to enjoy the podcast. So if you haven't already done so, as soon as we finish uh, this live, go ahead and, and go into Apple if you have access to it and rate us on Apple. That way we can reach more women. But we have two winners from last week that went in and also uh, did a review on us. So the first winner is uh, Roxy Pearson. Amen. So, if Roxy, if you're out there and you're listening, please send us your information on a private message so that we can send you a little gift. And then the second winner is Jennifer Rodriguez. Ooh. Congratulations, ladies. Send us a message. There are some ladies that received their uh, their gifts already. Yeah. Um, I told them to send me uh, pictures or send us pictures, post them on, on the Level Up Squad, uh, uh, Faith Squad, and let us see how they look on you. Um, the girls that haven't received any yet, uh, our girl, Stephanie Quinones, moved to Texas. So um, she's still unpacking. As soon as she settles in, um, I'm going to be sending her your information so she can send you your little gift. Um, and also, if you guys are interested in, in getting any other jewelry, she also uh, she's part of Paparazzi. Mm-hmm. So she has other things that you can purchase. But you will get your free gift. If we have called you, please send us your information. Those that haven't received it yet, just give her a little bit of time to settle in. And we will share your information with her. If you do have your gift, please take a picture. The ladies that are still waiting for their um, T-shirts, like we said, we ordered them. They were on back order, right? They've been so busy, but they've already been ordered. We're just waiting for the shipment to come in. As soon as we receive them, we will send them out to you, hopefully before the holiday, so you can uh, sport your Level Up Girl T-shirt. Amen. If you are interested in purchasing, just send us a message. We will put you on the waiting list. So when we do get them, you will have uh, them first. Amen. Anything else you want to add? Just purchase a shirt, ladies. We yes. we only got limited quantity, mm-hmm. so we want to sell through what we have, and I'm sure that a lot of you are going to be supporting because I've gotten so many messages. But Amen. yes, definitely, you can start purchasing it right now if you want Amen. to. Um, just uh, private messages. Amen. And that's it, ladies. We love you so much. Like we said, this is Level Up Girl, Girl Season One, Episode Seven. I am your host, Pastor Lucy. And I'm your co-host, Fani. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Wow, what a powerful message that was. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family as we release new episodes every week. And don't forget, it's time to level up, girl.